Welcome to Empowered Conversations. I'm your host, Susie Petrozzi. This podcast will take you on a journey of personal growth and self-discovery through conversations with special guests that will inspire you to live the life of your dreams. Get ready now for an Empowered Conversation. Welcome to Empowered Conversations. My next guest is Elizabeth Luong. Um, I also know her as Liz Luong. So for as long as um, she can remember, she has been a sensitive and, connect- and connected to spirit and her higher self. She has a huge capacity for empathy and a deep desire to support others through their suffering and towards a new understanding, resulting in personal empowerment, evolvement, and a soul conscious awareness. Liz has been interested in spirituality for many years and has found strength, comfort, understanding, and the gift of personal evolution. Having walked this inner journey, she offers life experience and unique, effective solutions. Now, I've known Liz, my own personal connection with Liz stems back many years when we had our little bubbers. So that's almost going back 12 years, not quite. And what I want to share with you, with our listeners, is that the connection has always been one of authenticity, one that's always brought me closer to myself. And, you know, I I would say having Liz in your life is such a gift because she helps you pave way to your own understanding of who you are and to things that are often invisible that speak to us, but we can't really touch or name them. She has this beautiful gift of bringing that into our conscious awareness. Now, Liz, welcome. I am so grateful for us to have this what I know will be um, just a beautiful, profound um, journey together. Mm -hmm. Thank you for that beautiful introduction, Susie. That was beautiful. Um, Yeah, look, I feel honoured to be a guest and, um, and really happy to share from my own story. So thank you for having me. Yeah, you're welcome, Liz. Um, I know that you're calling in from Brisbane. That's where you are based. Mm. Um, That's where you've been living now for how long? Uh, I've been in Brisbane now eight months, um, but in Queensland for three the past three years. So I felt like quite a strong calling to um, to move away from Sydney for a period of time, and just went with that. And it's been it's been really powerful. Mm. Um, so you, you know you you talk about this strong calling, and you've 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 always. You've always responded to that strong calling um, mm. ever since ever since I've known you, um, no matter what. And if it changes and you say, say you've acted on it and then it changes, it's like, okay, well, it's not that anymore. Now this is the calling. You have never for a um, moment, as far as I know, having watched you and spoken to you, you've never doubted that. Um, and you, you know, in your, when I was introducing you, one of the things that you say is that you've always felt, um, this connection to your higher self. Um, can you share a little bit about that journey, how that started out for you, how you recall that as, you know, as far back as you remember? Sure, sure. I suppose, um, for me, that's my constant. That's my, 
my stability that I've always had. And, um, and it's been tested so many times as, you know, as anyone would expect with, you know, the ups and downs of life's journey. But, um, it's, it's just something that I can always trust and I can always hear that higher knowing and that higher calling. And in fact, you know, it's something that you can't deny because it will just grow stronger and stronger and stronger until, you know, it's undeniable. You have to, you have to then take action. That's been my experience with it. Um, but I suppose from oh, as early as I can remember, I've had, um, you know, this this knowing that um, I'm not alone, this higher consciousness and this spiritual support that's always been with me, always present there. And I suppose as a young child, I didn't really know how to define that or what that was exactly. And as I've, as I've gone through my journey, that's become clearer and clearer. Um, one example would be when I was maybe four or five years old, I can remember sitting on my bed one night and, um, and I felt really lonely. Um, you know how children often don't want to be on their own in their own bedrooms at nighttime. It can be mm. quite scary. And I knew my parents were busy with other things and, and I just sat there and I've had this strong yearning for just to be held. And so I remember just closing my eyes and you know, the previous Sunday I'd been in Sunday school and learned about angels. And I thought, well, if there's mm. angels there, I would like my angel to come and help me right now. Wow. And it was just such an innocent thought. And I just, I closed my eyes and I thought, okay, all right, um, angels, I really just need a cuddle right now. And wow. I felt it. I felt something wrap around my body and just embrace me. And I felt so... um just so profoundly moved in that moment. And it was just like confirmation that this, you know, mysterious thing, this invisible thing that people talk about often. And I've mm. actually had this, you know, this beautiful um, interaction with um, with my angel, I would call it in that moment. Um, and so this, is, this um, has always, it's continued through my life with me um, in various forms. Um yeah, sorry, go ahead, Susie. Oh, yeah, you know, you can hear me wanting to jump in. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. I'm really interested in that because I, on the other hand, haven't necessarily had those strong experiences. And what I love hearing is how you then responded to that and you essentially spoke to that, whether it be, you know, for you it was angels. I mean, you wanted to mm. because you heard the term and you heard about angels in Sunday school. You know, whereas maybe if I heard, maybe if I was in your shoes, maybe it would have gone over my head. I don't know. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, angels, you know, what does that even mean? But then you responded to that and to like or invited them in and you felt that. And is this something, mm -hmm. like, I mean, you're saying that continued throughout your life. Mm -hmm. I'm just, mm -hmm. I, I'm curious about what were some other examples of that? Because we all have that. I mean, we all have angels in our lives, right? Yeah, yeah, but I don't yeah. think that we consciously um, think about them necessarily. I know not for me, for many, many years, being an intellectual, mm. having gone mm. through schooling, university, definitely washed that out of me, <laughs> any mm. inkling or trace of that. But, mm. you know, mm. if you share some examples, I, I'd love to hear about that. Okay. okay. <laughs> well, I think first I need to, I probably need to describe the type of childhood that I had. And that was a very 
um, lonely childhood in a lot of ways. I had um, my father was um, crippled in bed for about 12 years um, from about age five onwards. And so mm. my mother was quite busy caring for him. And so um, my sister and I spent a lot of time in our own heads, I suppose, in mm. our own lives. And um, and it was probably through having to draw on something that was within me to give me guidance mm. that this is that this has been so pronounced in my life. Um, I spent a lot of time outside um, of the house because we needed to be fairly quiet and my father was unwell. So we spent a lot of time out in nature and out with animals. And and just being in that space, you're connected with something that's um, that is you know, all consuming, you're, you're sensitive to the turn of the seasons, you're sensitive to um, animals' intuition. You can see, you know, your animals, for example, will notice um, someone coming to the house long before they can be physically seen and you become attuned to mm-hmm. that sensitivity through the experience of, of nature and animals. And so I think that that helped me to become more sensitive. Mm-hmm. Um, but it takes many, I mean, I've only ever had that one experience of angels, but it takes other forms. For example, um, I might have a prophetic dream. Um, one example was um, my husband and I, when we were dating, we lived um, in Paddington in this um building, apartment building, probably about, I don't know, 100 years old. And in my sleep that night, I had a dream that there was um, electrical wires in the ceiling that were almost touching and ready to spark. And the next day I woke up with such a strong urge to investigate. And once we sent um, someone up there to have a closer look, in fact, there was two wires that had this um, particular coating that had eroded over the time, over the years, mm-hmm. and it was almost touching and ready. And he said, yes, it was inevitable that these would have sparked at some point. And so it's all of these little moments of, um, you know, of experience where your inner world then translates to your outer world and then you start to then believe that, you know, you've got these um these moments that help you to help you to have more faith in that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think lately it takes the form of um, I'm quite conscious of what my inner journey is and I'll see it, I'll see manifestations of that in magazines, in song lyrics, in, you know, in a conversation that I have with someone in the mm-hmm. street. It's all this, all this beautiful continuity that helps me to know that, you know, everything that I need is coming to me. Mm. Um, so I think, yeah, it does. It takes, it takes a lot of different forms, but it's been my constant companion. Mm. It's beautiful. Mm. Thank you mm. for sharing that. I mean, it sounds yeah. like, um, yeah, you know, as you're sharing, it's, it's something that's been part, part of your journey, but it's also been, um, you know, like with, with a saw, it's also been, something that's tested us in a way of having to really trust that, to come back to mm-hmm. that. And it, moving away was, you know, you said it was such a strong calling. What has, how has moving away mm-hmm. supported that, you, um, your own inner journey? What has it done for you and, and also your kids because you're a mother of three kids? Mm-hmm. Um, I felt when I lived in Sydney, I loved my lifestyle there. I just found, um, for me, it was difficult to find balance. Um, and 
being a child that grew up in nature, I did have a yearning for nature um, that was undeniable. And so when I had children, I suppose they were the catalyst to try and gift that to myself um, and my inner child. You know, that I, I had so much freedom as a child and I wanted my children to have the experience of that as well in their in their lives at some stage. Um, and, you know, they did they did get that. We had you know, geographically speaking, the Sunshine Coast is spectacular and you've got so much accessibility to all of these um, beautiful experiences, rainforests and beaches. It's beautiful there. And um, and that gifts, you know, that's healing. Mm. It's quite healing, um, being at the beach and being in the salt water and on the, you know, crystalline sand is very, very nourishing. And, and I feel that even walking in the rainforest, it's, you know, it's mm. almost like... Um, you know, a decompression. Mm. Um, so it's, I think it was healing for everyone. But as we know, life's journey isn't just one final destination. And it's almost like, you know, you can pivot and change and move geographically, but then you've got a new perspective and then new things to do and new things to work through. So I think <laughs> you just have to be constantly, <laughs> constantly in tune with that and constantly ready to um, take action when that calling comes up mm. because it, it does and it will. And, it, and, um, and for me, it's just, yeah, going with the flow and trusting that process. Mm. Mm. So it doesn't matter where we end up and where we find ourselves, that will always be there. I mean, you know, here we are in lockdown in, in Sydney. And um, for me personally, because all the activities, are, you know, f- have been toned down, whether it be children's activities, whether it be my own that I would, you know, distract myself with like mm. like we all do, I mm. find that, um, of course, the, you know, the, the, the inner voice is so much louder and mm. there's, it can't be missed. So there's a lot more um, discernment that needs to happen around what do I do with that? Um, mm. and, and like you said, it does get louder and you need to do something about that. For me, it's, you know, having the quiet time to be with myself, which is tempting to not want to stay with that. But now that we are in this quiet space or quiet, you know, this lockdown, I feel a part of myself slowly surrendering to that and slowly means for me, you know, with the kids at home, homeschooling, Anything that I may have planned to do, whether it be write a blog, whether it be um, anything but clients, clients, having clients that's always in place is, you know, up for, um, you know, um, up for what would I say, uh, possibly not eventuating. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. so with that, there's a lot of learning to um, I suppose mm. surrender, you know, that's mm. how it's coming up for me. Mm. Um, so, you know, if we can speak to, cause leading up to this conversation today, you and I had the opportunity to, to chat about where things are at, um, in terms of now collectively what we're feeling into. If we can come back to that again a little bit, what's your mm. sense about on that deeper level? what we are going through, um, you know, it's a big question as as humanity on on, on the level of mm. learning. Mm. Yeah. 
It's a big, I think it's a big question and multifaceted, but Mm. I suppose my perspective on that is that we're being gifted an opportunity um, to surrender, as you say, and, um, you know, to surrender holding and forcing and striving and intending, which is what we tend to do, especially in the Western world, Mm -hmm. and to allow more of the feminine energy to come in and balance that out. And and that happens in the quiet moments. It happens, um, you know, when when we can be calm, when we can let go, and um, and I feel like there's more of that um, divine feminine energy wanting to come in and support people. Um, I feel like yeah, sitting and being introspective and really feeling into. Who am I? What do I want? What are my intentions? Mm-hmm. The deeper questions about the meaning meaning of life mm-hmm. can happen in those moments of quiet, mm-hmm. and um, and then and then you create from that space because you become magnetic from that space of of surrender, surrendering the need to constantly um, you know constantly strive because you then. You then just allow, mm. you allow, and then you become, and then you attract what you want because we're human beings, not human doings at the yeah. end of the day. Yeah. And we're just so used to doing, doing, doing. And I feel like, you know, these lockdowns yeah. give us plenty of opportunity to really just come back to ourselves mm. and to balance back out that yin and yang energy. Mm. So that I think that that's what it's meant for me and that's certainly um, – what I've felt into for myself. Mm, I love that. Mm. Uh, that's mm. beautiful. Thank you for sharing that, Liz, because mm. um, especially when you said, you know, we're like allowing, letting the divine feminine energy in or allowing that more into our life so that we can, you know, sit more with with those questions of who am I and what are my intentions? And then mm. from that create, you know, create. And, you know, I want to share something on that because I think it's really important. Mm. Um, I, ha- I personally have been doing a lot of journaling in the mornings and, and going mm. for walks. And, again, it's, it's just me, myself and I. And I have noticed that all of the things that maybe I have um, uh, planned, envisioned from that busy space over the last few years is just falling off. It's kind of just disappearing. I have no mm. affinity for those things anymore. Mm. Um, they were big, audacious goals, but now those goals um, really don't carry any meaning for me. For me, the goals now, it's not even goals. Actually, mm. goals is not even – because I used to set a lot of goals. I, it's more around what you're saying. It's being intentional with what I'm doing, being, mm. being intentional, being loving. And obviously that all of that requires bringing my awareness to that. So as mm. I've continued to do that, what I notice is I keep going back to simplicity, making things mm. really simple. Mm. So much so that sometimes a part of me, my ego, <laughs> my conditioned part says, what mm. the F do you think you're doing? <laughs> you yes. know? It'll grip. The ego wants Yeah, to massively. Control, absolutely. But there's something that's happened over the last two days that 
made me really aware of what can happen when we are in our um, conditioning or shadow or sabotage. And one was, and this also speaks to um, creating, you know, being in that space of creating. So one thing that happened over the weekend was, um, you know, Saturday we had a really windy day and we went for a walk as the family came back Um and unfortunately, our birdcage had flown, uh, had fallen off its stand. Um, I think all of Inner West knows that now after posting it in <laughs> Five Doc Families. Anyway, what was really interesting is prior to going in, locking the door, just as we were, you know, about to go for a walk as a family, I looked at the cage and there was something that thought, oh, are they going to be okay? And then, thought, no, they'll be okay because they've never fallen off. But that was my rational mind coming in. Mm-hmm. And then, and then when we came back, unfortunately, they had, you know, the cage had fallen off and the whole bottom came off and they flew away. So we lost our budgies. Mm-hmm. And then last night, what happened is, um, or actually two nights ago, I was um, just in, you know, w- washing the dishes, a few plates, and the tap um, was kind of playing up. And I thought, oh, it's time to get a new tap. Um, but it was like a distant, thought as in oh you know don't worry about it it's all good so last night the tap broke and um the whole kind of water system just broke and there was water gushing everywhere now what i'm learning from these experiences which is going back to what you were saying what kind of space are we going to create things from now to me that was my intuition very you know very um um strongly communicating to me but in my busyness I ignored yeah. it. Yeah. Mm. Mm. And it's often soft and subtle. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Easy, to, easy to ignore. Mm. So I'd like you to speak more from that space of more to that, you know, to continue on that, what you were saying about being able to create from this space of um, being rather than doing, mm. uh, maybe mm. even sharing some experiences from your own life, Liz, now at this mm. point. Mm, mm. Okay. Well, I have to say, though, that I like the symbolism of the budgies escaping from the cage because often that's sometimes we feel caged in, and in particular at the moment with um, having to be restricted into our houses. Um, mm. But having that soul conscious awareness is like the budgies just f- flying free, regardless of the conditions that, you know, their physical bodies find themselves in. Mm. And I, I love that. I love that symbolism. Um, I think for me, I, for me, um, I went through a process where I had to break down a lot of dogma and a lot of, um, conditioning to be able to really give myself permission to feel into what's true for me. And it was a very conscious decision. I was probably about 18 or 19 years old when I left home and, rather than sort of wanting, you know, going wild with my freedom, it was an opportunity for me to um, to really think about how I wanted to live my life mm. and my and by my rules. And so I went through a process of, of really unpacking um, the dogma of like a religious upbringing mm. and really feeling into what aspects of that are true for me and what aspects have served me but I no longer want to carry them forward. And um, and that's when I came across um, the Brahma Kumaris, which is a um, 
a spiritual university that teaches um, like an open-eyed meditation mm, mm. Uh, and and a mindfulness practice, and it's really beautiful. But through um, through my experience there, I really learnt um, my true nature, mm. and my true nature being a soul having a physical experience, mm. and um, and that was profound. Mm. That was profound, and it put everything in context. Mm. Um, and it helped me to live my life. Um, it helped me to live my life differently, to not sort of um, strive for f- too much physical things that we know are so impermanent. Mm. Even within this lifetime, you know, we can't take it with us when we pass on. Yeah. But to invest in things that I could take with me as a soul into my next lifetime, mm. to invest in those hidden um those hidden worlds to try and um, hold virtue and hold principle and to be consciously aware of, of um, my soul consciousness. Mm. Um, wow. I think, yeah, that was, that was a very um, meaningful turning point um, in my ability to experience myself. I knew when I was um, wanting to leave religion behind that I really didn't want to leave behind this experience that I had with what I couldn't describe, God, angels, higher self, however Mm. you want to describe it. I knew I didn't want to leave that behind because that was the only truth that I had. Mm. Um, But I knew that I didn't want there to be an intermediary. I didn't want there to be a middleman that negotiates that relationship for me. I wanted that direct um, communion. Mm. Um, and so once I found that, I think a lot of things shifted for me in a really positive way. Yeah, wow. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. That's beautiful. I mean, it really speaks to your own level of consciousness, awareness and evolution um, to to well, one to ask those questions at such an early, you know, at such a young age and such a pivotal age in our life, like 18, mm. 18, mm. like, mm. yes, the world is our oyster, but what does that really mean? You know, it's like we have to be really, to to, to be able to ask those questions at such a young age, um, yeah, it's it's really setting yourself up for um, for a strong foundation for what's to come in your life and how you want that mm. to to come into your life, mm-hmm. um, Liz. You, your, yeah, you know your 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 sharings and your your thoughts and your wisdom always move me, and they always move me to a place within myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know, it, it takes me back to something that I'd like you to share, which is mm-hmm. when we spoke the other day. You, you know, when we're speaking about where things are at in the world and where we feel things are at for us, you said that. Um, you shared something with me that is something that came through your writing and channeling. And I wonder if that's something that you can share with us more, which is the message from Archangel Gabriel. Uh, Michael. Michael. Yeah, Michael. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. <laughs> okay. I'll share that with you. Let me just find that for you. I think um, for me, I've needed um, a lot of um, – courage to to step outside of fear and to surrender um you know your limited beliefs i suppose mm. in in wanting to voice things in the world and i sat in meditation and 
was contemplating what I wanted to do with my life, how I wanted to share my wisdom and, mm. you know, umming and ahhing about things. And I thought, look, no, I'll just sit in meditation and I'll call on Archangel Michael and just see what comes through the writing. And so um, I'll read it to you now. Liz, sorry to interrupt you. Before you read yeah. it, can you just tell yeah. me why was it Archangel Michael, like what special affinity or connection you had with him? I have often called on Archangel Michael for protection mm. and I was in a vulnerable place. I, I wasn't sure how, you know, I wanted to show up, what I wanted to do next. Mm. And I thought, well, what an empowered um, symbolism of an angel that, you know, is so protecting. And I thought, mm. well, let's just see. Let's just wow. see. Wow. Let's just open up the conversation and see what comes through. Mm. Thank um, you. And, mm. and so this is what came through. It was like a bit of a call to arms. So he said, make haste. The time is near. Draw close and get clear. Gather round. Come together in congregation. Divine, power-filled nation, you are needed at this time to beacon in new and powerful energies of transmutation for the involvement of the greater good on this planet. This is a time of remembrance of your sacred duty. Don't delay. Take up your swords of power, truth, love, strength, wisdom, peace and purpose and charge forward without delay, without fear and run like a wave of the ocean forward. No more apathy, no more fear. Draw me near, your personal warrior in the face of adversity. The time is come. Let me shake you from your sleep and flood the earth with almighty power now. And that's what came through. Wow. That's what came through. And it was just so stirring wow. and so motivating. It is. And so clarifying that, you mm. know, um, during these times, we are needed, you know, and and we are we're supposed to be connecting with, you know, these higher wisdoms and drawing on whatever resources we have, mm. whether it be angels for you or what have you, and to really make a difference to to the evolvement of humanity right now because there is so much suffering in the world. Mm. Mm. That's mm. um. Well, thank you. Like, thank you for your willingness to share that. That's the second time I hear that now because you've shared it with me on our phone call earlier mm. this week. And, I, you know, I, I hear another layer of it. And I just had, um, yeah, goosebumps. I was stirred as you were reading that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it is really, it's it's soul penetrating that, isn't it? Mm, mm, mm. Um, it is. You know, you speak to you as you were sharing that you also said that um, we are needed, right? We mm. just to draw on whatever we well, like we can draw on that wisdom, whether it be from you know higher wisdom, whether it be from deep within us, however we feel that may be. And I think it is a good time to remind us, to remind all of us that we each have something within us that is needed, as you were saying, in the world. Mm, mm. Um, but, you know, one of the things you mentioned before um, sharing that is that, you know, how you came to share that in your meditation is that you need, you were, I don't know if you were asking, but you said a lot of courage is needed to step outside of here, mm. uh, outside of mm. fear. Mm, mm. Um 
a lot of a lot is implied in that in what you just shared of how to do that but how do we step outside of our fear given what you've just shared with us i mean what 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 can you share on that i think self love is critical and very powerful and um and in a in a deep and meaningful way not in a superficial way in really um learning to love yourself and prioritize yourself and your wisdom and your knowledge and um and to offer yourself the kind of love and support that you might give your own children to give that gift to yourself mm-hmm. um you know would you silence your own child if they if they had something that they wanted to share with you mm-hmm. you know you wouldn't dream of doing it but we do these injuries to ourselves all the time you know we we um you know we don't give ourselves even the simplest um support sometimes and so i think it was just a matter of really um feeling into where i'm not being kind to myself um where i can love myself more where i can support myself more where i can just honor the fact that like i've i've lived a unique kind of life um a journey that's unlike anyone else's journey i'm a mm-hmm. person that's unlike any other person and in just in the very nature of that we have something to offer mm. and and life will often draw people towards us that can um benefit from anything that we're willing to share and we just have to be willing to um to share willing to open up willing to to give people um listen to them for starters to really listen and hear you know what's not being said and just hold space for people mm. and then to just share from your own experience not from a place of of um you know of being an authority on anything but just from a place of love and compassion and that can really help shift mm. people it doesn't have to be um you know on a large scale it can just be on a daily basis mm. um and then that helps to just chip away at the fear because you can see that you're making a difference mm. and um and you can see that fear it's such a cruel slave it really is such a cruel slave and and you know you you will just build a cage around yourself if you give in to fear you have to take courage to be able to grow and you know fear will keep you anxious and depressed and and small and that's not what we're here to be mm. we're here to you know we're here to evolve and grow and and to support our fellow soul journeyers with us you know brothers and sisters yeah. along that same along that same journey of really coming to the truth of of who they are um that they are souls and that they're here having um a spiritual journey and that we've chosen to come in in this lifetime to do this inner work and to just really get really really clear on um on that awareness and from that perspective life just takes a different it takes a different turn it becomes easier mm. and um and fear just fear then tends to just subside once mm. you're not once you don't give it power it yeah. tends to just subside more and more the more that you practice that and i think um in speaking about fear my experience with fear is that i am grateful for it to a certain degree i acknowledge that it's it was there to serve me in a primal way um and then just 
sit with it, breathe through it, mm. and then really just get clear on um, whether I want that to be my master or not. Mm. Mm. Wow. And, um, and and your heart tends to just beat so loudly in your chest that you can't deny <laughs> you yeah. can't deny that power and that passion. And then and then fear just tends to just you know slowly subside. Yeah, that's um, yeah. that's really powerful. That's such a powerful message um, around, you know, how do we find the courage? And, mm. yeah, thank you. I think what you said, I feel what you said is, you know, around um, how do we love ourselves? Like what would you, mm. would you deny, um, you know, your child sharing something that they want to share with you. And yet we do that to ourselves. We, mm. you know, you use the word injure injuries. We injure ourselves in this way and they do become injuries, don't they? Energetic, mm. emotional, mental, on so many different levels. Like, um, you know, even when like the fact that I'm having this conversation with you, Liz, like we, we didn't have this conversation a year ago or six months ago. Mm. I would say is um, a reflection, one of where I'm at, one that I can have these conversations in in this on this kind of a platform, um, and it's almost like it's back to the message that you shared. Make haste, like there, mm. there's no like there's no um, what is it? There's no um, procrastinating. There's no. Um, like there's no going around the bush. It's like to the mm. point because it's to mm. the essence so that we can be from the essence. Mm. And, the you know, the fact that we are speaking all of this is about essence from essence is like for me it's uplifting, you know. Um, mm. Yeah. Um, I don't know, I really feel like we, I believe in re- reincarnation and that we've lived many lifetimes and we've accumulated a lot um, of experience in our, you know, in our souls. It's all imprinted there. And I feel like we've really come in, all of us have really come in with an intention to serve on a spiritual level. Mm-hmm. And um, and just looking around us now, we can see that there's so much need. So I feel like it's really important. It's really important to support people to to really wake up from the slumber you know, mm. wake up and, and remember that. Mm. Remember that they are powerful. Remember that they have got something to contribute. They did set an intention before being birthed into this lifetime, mm. you know. And um, yeah. and and one person, just even one person that remembers that healing yourself heals the world. One person at a time, you know, there's, is helping to, um, you know, shed more light in the world. Um, so I feel like it, it is, you know, it's imperative. It's imperative for not only ourselves and our own inner journeys, but for being able to provide, um, that energy and that, um, energetic offering, um, on a daily basis as well, because at the end of the day, you know, it is all, we are all energy at the Mm. end of the day. So it's just helping to, um, Provide a, a resonance that is needed mm, mm. in the collective consciousness. Yeah, yeah, that's mm, it, mm. isn't it? A real reminder mm. of how what we do on such in such a small way will can and does does impact the collective. Like it's a ripple that just because we can't see it, it happens. Mm. 
Mm. And you can feel it. You can feel it. And I think that that's, as a child, that's what I felt. I, I, I often um, felt quite shy and quite um, withheld as a child because I could feel the energy of the adults around me. I could feel what they were going through. I was really sensitively attuned to that. Mm. Um, and so, you know, we're giving off we're giving off that energy on a daily basis, and you know, the sensitive people can can certainly feel yeah. what we're offering. Yeah. Um, yeah, what we're offering to the world. So it's good to just be conscious of that and and um, and you know, intentional about what it is that we're wanting to mm. offer and what we're wanting to create. Mm. 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 Thank you, Liz. Um, and Liz, Susie, you, this, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Oh no, I was just going to say, and you know, you're you're also on a path of offering your work in by way of um, being an intuitive Reiki mm. energy healer, and. You know, if anyone who happens to listen to you is keen to um, talk to you more about that, what might be the best way for them to reach out to you? Um, <clears throat> I've done I've, I've done study a lot of different studies um, over the last twenty years, um, but haven't I'm not actually in practice yet at this point. I'm still in the middle of um, studying a kinesiology course um, and a life coaching course at the moment. Um, but look, if if someone really feels the need to reach out to me, I can um, I can give you some details that you can attach um, at the end of our conversation, and they can reach out to me anyway mm. because I'll be open to that. Um, but still, I'm wanting to um, just solidify some more knowledge and have um, some fo- sort of form of um, external um, certification to be able to um, to set up uh, a more permanent practice. I've got my youngest that's just gone to school this year, and it was always my intention to wait until he was at school <sighs> before I opened up and then had you know a practice of my own. So that's yeah. all on track. Um, that's all on track That's great. and yeah yeah and um and you know it will be available really really soon on mm. a permanent basis yeah mm. i'm yeah. really excited for you liz really mm. excited mm. for you because what you've what you can offer to others will be um yeah, it will be just wonderful and, and you know, it will be timely like you said everything's on track and we when we're in tune we know that mm. yeah mm. Yeah. Um, Liz, is there anything else that you wanted to, that, that kind of comes to you that you feel like you wanted to share before we, before we finish up? Well, just, I think one thing that I found really beautiful is that when I opened up to this spiritual journey, I saw support everywhere and I felt really held, you know, simple things like herbs, you know, um, plants, animals, being in nature, everything's offering this supportive vibration Mm -hmm. to help you and heal you along your journey. You know, people will come into your life just when you need it. The right, you know, the right song, the right words will come to you just (laughs) as you need it. And it's actually, it's not scary. You know, it's not a scary journey. It's, it's like, um, you know, you really do go through a process where you remember and it's like, it's very profound, <laughs> that remembrance. It's like, oh, that's right. Yes, yes. And then and then to just have the gifts of, of 
of all of this sort of vibrational offering through various sources to come coming to you every day, you really know that you're on the right track, mm. you know? And I feel like that's um, something I'd like to share because I find that that is, you know, that just gives me encouragement mm. on a daily basis yeah. and it's really, and it's really beautiful. And even having the opportunity, Susie, to, to sit with you today and to and to share my journey mm. you know i feel like you know that's um that's a beautiful blessing to me and mm. i feel really honored to be able to sit with you and even have a conversation mm. like this mm. well likewise so i feel really yeah. grateful susie mm. yeah. i just feel something um we've tapped it we tapped into something and it you know we were able to um it, 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 something was offered to us as well because there's you and I and then there's something else that opened up for us to be able to share and um, feel and express um, even over and beyond what words can do. I mean, you've done that mm. so be- beautifully through words um, to mm. be able to share that wisdom. But there's something, you know, I just feel, I feel held. I felt held during, you know, as we're now together. Um, but even I know that there's something else will stay from this in a very profound way because we we allowed ourselves to go there, like to open mm-hmm. up to that which wanted us to open up to, to what needed opening mm-hmm. mm, for the greater good. Yes, yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Liz, thank you so much. Thanks for having me, Susie. I really appreciate it. Thanks for joining me today on Empowered Conversations. Subscribe to the show now and then head over to my Facebook page, Susie Petrozzi, for free personal growth and self-discovery tools that you can use today to be present, be powerful, and be on purpose. See you next time for Empowered Conversations. Empowered Conversations.